Welcome to Success Coaching with Eric Reed. This show is for you if you'd like to develop more strategic growth for your business so it can be more profitable, opening the door to leading a happier, more balanced life. And now, your host, Eric Reed. Well, good afternoon, everybody. I apologize. We had a major, major, major storm come ripping through here and just totally blew us off the air for about 10 minutes. So what I decided to do was just uh, jump online and record this, and then I'll be uploading it. So, um, you know, it, it, it really is part of what it takes to be success. You know, I could have fallen back, stepped out, given up, done all those things that, you know, come naturally to some people. But instead I said, no, I made a commitment. I'm going to go through. I'm going to do the radio show. I can't do it the way I want, but I can do it. And so getting it done is half of the battle in staying in success and living with success. Not everything's going to go the way we want it, and not everything's going to go the way we plan it. So you know what? I'm going to go ahead, and if there's thunderstorms in the background and car alarms going off, and who knows, I may end up be doing, doing this in the dark. Uh, for all I know, there could be a tornado or a cyclone or something going on outside. But you know what? We're here together, you and I working on our success, planning what we're going to do with our lives to make them bigger and better. And so let's, let's focus in here. Let's focus on what's right now in front of us, and that is building our success. Now, I had titled this call Nine Ways to Restart Your New Year's Resolution because I know from experience, both personal and as a coach, that this is about the time, that week two to week three zone is where we start to get mushy on our goals and and what we want and how we're going to do the next thing. And so what I want to do for you is really just give you some, some little tips, nine little tips to help you get back on focus, get back into your goals, and get back into success. So let's dive into these nine tips to restart your New Year's resolution. And the truth is, these nine tips you can do pretty much anytime, anywhere. When you're setting a goal or when a project comes up in front of you and you're not hitting the targets that you wanted to, pull out these nine tips and see if they help. So the first tip is you've got to prioritize your goals. Now, what I mean by that is take a look at the goals for the year, the week, and line them up easiest to hardest, or most attractive to least attractive. We all have those goals that we like and those goals we don't like. So go through and put them in an order. And then take that list and, you know, once you've got them prioritized from most attractive to least attractive, easiest to hardest, then number them and do them in that order. Why? Because doing the easy things first gives you the momentum, gives you the little wins, gives you the success to move on to the bigger things. Doing the things you enjoy first gives you that that chemical response in your head that I like achieving goals. Goals are fun. I can do goals. Let's do some more. And we work our way down the list. So prioritize your goals. The number two pit is um, do one goal at a time. You know, in the real world, people tend to have several different goals they intend to pursue all at once. But here's the thing. Goals like to compete with each other. And we don't want to get overwhelmed and defeated. 
trying to lose weight, stay on a budget, and be on time, spend family time, grow your business, and all of these goals that we piled on ourselves at the beginning of the year, and are fighting for our attention, fighting for our priority, fighting for our energy. And so what I like to do is, if I want to work on several goals or simultaneous growth areas, what I'll do is maybe I'll pick out one goal and give it a goal, give it its own day. So maybe gym day is Monday and Wednesday. And so I commit to doing gym day at 100%, the very, very best gym day I can. Now, that doesn't mean I neglect the other ones. It just simply means that I understand that gym day is Monday and Wednesday. And that's that I, I mark that day as a success. success. Or if one of my goals is spending more time with my family and gym day is competing with it, as we talked about in number one, what I might do is gym day on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and Tuesday and Thursday, call it fitness day, and go out and get active with my kids, go out and be active with my family, do something physical, take walks, go swimming, go biking. It still helps me in my overall big goal of building health into my 2017 but the actual steps or the individual steps don't necessarily match up maybe with, you know, each day along the way. And so pick certain goals and give them certain priorities for the day. If getting to work on time is one of your goals or getting to work early or starting my job at nine o'clock, make that a Monday thing. Because if you can do it on Monday, Wednesday and Thursday are going to be a lot easier and Friday's going to be a breeze. So figure out where you need to really focus down on that goal and then give it its own goal day. Number three, are what are your new actions? Once you've picked a goal, break it down into the shortest goal, the shortest steps, the smallest things involved in some sort of behavior. We can't have this big goal to lose weight and then just think it's going to magically happen. We have to have little tiny steps. For instance, I will, if it's losing weight, then I will not eat after 8 o'clock um, because that's when snacking and grazing and negative eating habits tend to happen to me. Or um, if it's, I want to lose 10 pounds, and I know I'm focusing on weight loss, but that's fairly common, is don't say I want to lose 10 pounds. Say I will walk for 30 minutes every day or Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Make sure that the steps and the actions you're taking you can chart and track daily. So at the end of the day, you can say, did it, did it, did it, did it, done. That's what we want to focus most on is those individual steps. What little actions are you going to take to move your goal forward? One little trick I like to do in getting my goals going is write it out the night before. So last thing I try and do while my brain's still engaged is sit down and write out what tomorrow looks like. And I'll write out my goal and I'll say, you know, this is the goal and this is what I'm going to do towards it tomorrow. And I read it before I go to bed because somewhere in the back of my brain while I'm sleeping, it's churning away, it's planning, it's plotting, it's trying to find opportunities for it to actually happen. And so when I get up the next morning, it's almost like I've been programmed overnight and my brain just jumps into going into what goal mode is. And number four is be your own accountability buddy. And when choosing a goal, you need to be accountable for it. Um, and try not to rely on those people that are soft in our life. You know, the ones that will give us the excuse, oh, it's okay, yeah, I missed mine too, or 
No, I understand. It's all right. How about if we make a deal with ourselves that we won't count this one? You know, your accountability, buddy, has to hold you to the fire when you can't. And if you have somebody that's wishy-washy in your office or somebody that's wishy-washy in your family or, you know, that's not going to really discipline you and hold you accountable, they're not going to be your accountability buddy. So get be your own accountability buddy means get some apps, get some charts, get some graphs that you control, that you can check off, and then hire a coach to report in weekly, monthly, daily, how you're doing on that. Um, there are several sites up online um, that you can post a goal, and then several people will get together and you'll all like pitch in 10, 20, 50 dollars, and whoever fails a goal is out of the pot, and whoever stays longest in the game wins the big pot. It's a really good, you know, if that's what motivates you, use it. Um, I've got goal trackers on my, my phone for certain things, I've got goal trackers on my wall, I've got accountability partners. And when you're with an accountability partner, it's a report card. What did I do? How did I do it? How well did I do it? What am I committing to doing next? Moving on. When I work with coaching clients and we get into the accountability part, I don't want to hear why it didn't happen. I want to know what happened and what you're going to do differently to keep it happening in the direction that we want it to go. And number five is choose approach over avoidance when it comes to goals. Now, when I'm writing out action plans to achieve my goals, choose an action which will lead you towards something, to gaining to moving into something as opposed to getting away for something. So if you're trying to become healthy, um, instead of saying, I'm not going to eat this or I'm not going to, get the not out of there, instead move, I'm going to enjoy this afternoon walking along the beach. Have a little reward in there that makes it, or I'm going to get a chance to listen to my favorite podcast while I walk. Um, I'm going to start moving towards a certain size so that when I get there, I can then buy the little red dress that I've been thinking of. You gain something in your life easier than you leave something in your life because there's this whole psychology of releasing and letting go. If you're focused on the letting go, I have a friend and a coach that always says, never say I lost my keys. Or I lost, or I'm sorry, she'll say, never say um, I'm losing weight because our brain will continually seek out what we lost. Just like if I said I lost my car keys, everybody now on this podcast is looking around, where did I put my car keys? Where are my car keys? When did I see my car keys lost? Your brain is completely consumed with the word lost. Same thing with weight loss or other issues. So instead say, I'm gaining this. I'm gaining health. I'm gaining prosperity. I'm gaining peace. I'm gaining abundance. I'm gaining success. Because you're going to be out there reaching forward for it. You're going to be looking for the opportunities to make that happen. Number six is progress. Make sure that you're doing, if you're doing well for a few days and and something just doesn't work out and you you fall off the track, so to speak, take a moment and go back and reflect on your progress because where you fell off is a lot farther than when you started. And so don't beat yourself up. Don't kill yourself over one failure when you forget that you've crossed so many miles. You know, when you started out, you had a dream. When you moved into action, your dream started to become reality. When you maybe missed a day or didn't do as well or hit the numbers that you wanted, 
It doesn't mean you go back to ground zero. It just means that, okay, I've need to figure out some systems to keep me in motion because where I was going was in the right direction, and I don't want to give that up. So take a minute. Don't work so hard on, on criticizing yourself. Work hard on keeping track of your progress and rewarding yourself for what you've done. Keep your eye on the prize. I've had personal goals that have taken years, literally three to five years, from the moment I conceived it until the moment I actually was involved in it and living in it. And so if you think that, you know, it's going to take just a few weeks to lose that weight, you know what? probably took you a lot longer to put it on. So let's say it's going to take you a little longer than a few days or a quick fix diet to get rid of it. We're talking about changing habits. Now, I, I joke with coaching clients who say, one of my goals is to lose 10 pounds. I'm like, well, that should be easy. It should take about 20 minutes. And I can hear their reaction. I'm like, just chop off an arm. What we really want to do is establish healthy habits and start building into a healthy lifestyle. And that's going to take a while. It's going to become a lifelong process for us. So we're going to reward our progress. And number seven is understand that relapse is okay. Relapse is just the the mind and the body returning to an old place where it felt comfortable. And the odd thing is, if you've ever grown up and then moved away from your hometown and tried to go back and you get there and it's like, this just isn't how I remember it. Same thing happens with our body and our mind when we're trying to create new habits. Sometimes we'll relapse just to check in to see if it was as good as we thought it was. And when we get there, we're like, "Eh, this doesn't fit anymore. This doesn't feel right. This isn't who I am. And so just acknowledge the relapse. Say, okay, just check it in to see if it was as good as I thought it was. And you know what? It wasn't as good as I thought it was. So I think I'm going to go ahead and move forward. So give yourself credit for, or give yourself permission to relapse. Don't, don't beat yourself up and think it's a total failure. It's just your body and your mind checking back to a time when it felt safe before all this growth thing started happening. Because truth is, growth is kind of scary. Growth is kind of hard. Growth takes effort. And it takes work. And, you know, why wouldn't we want to return to a place before we started all this hard work? So relapse is okay. Number eight I want to share with you is ask for help. I mean, honestly, who said we have to go this alone? Take time to tell somebody that you trust that you're struggling. But stay committed to the goal. But just, you know, um, I have what I call a bitch buddy. (laughs) I know, great term. But it was a friend of mine one day. I was just so frustrated. I felt like I was working and working and working, and I wasn't getting where I wanted. And everything I was piling in didn't seem to be coming out the other end the way I wanted. And it just... You know, we've all been there. We've all had that moment that we just wanted to throw up our hands, walk out the door, and never return. So I called my bitch buddy, and I said, I need like five minutes to just bitch. I don't need help, don't need solutions, don't need feedback. I just got to get this done. And we agreed. Okay. Sort of said, go. I said, oh, by the way, from time to time, if you could sort of nod your head or verbally nod your head with, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, is there more, is there more? It'll just let me know that the phone didn't go dead. Okay, good, go, let's. And so I just, I was able to bitch about everything that I was doing and everything that I thought I was doing and how hard I was working, how hard I was working, why it wasn't fair, and da-da-da-da-da. At the end of it, 
I felt good. Because when I heard myself saying it, I realized, you know, I just, I, I, I was feeling lonely, not defeated. I was feeling frustrated. I didn't want to give up. I just, I just, I needed to acknowledge that it wasn't easy and I wanted somebody to see my hard work before it actually became, you know, a fruit, so to speak. Or into, you know, there's this phase that when we're putting in all our energy and all our work and all our talents and everything we got, and then there's this middle phase. It's sort of the, the nut has, has split open, but it's still under the ground and nothing has sprouted forward. And it's in that dark, lonely place when we're digging out our roots and we're starting to push forward and it's, you know, haven't quite gotten out into that sunshine that a bitch buddy can help because we know, we know as sure as we wake up every morning that at some point everything we're doing is going to materialize in the real world. And that what we're chasing is going to happen. But we just need somebody to give us a few minutes of time and let us bitch. And so if you need a bitch buddy, find one. This is not a daily thing. You're not allowed to call people and, or call your bitch buddy and gossip or complain about other people. It has to be a very I-centered conversation. I feel, I'm frustrated, I'm etc. And, you know... Like I said, every so often, being able to have that person that you can just pick up and say, I need to bitch for about five minutes in a safe, non-judgmental, non-gossipy way really does help us get our goals back on track, does help us keep our New Year's resolutions, does keep us motivated in some backwards way. And then number nine, what I want to share with you is rewrite your big why. And what I mean by that is we start out with these goals. We decide, you know, this is New Year's resolution, so we may have put a couple of weeks, maybe a month, maybe a day, maybe an hour planning into what we wanted. And unless we really know why we wanted it and what we were aiming after, our motivation will start to wane. So if I had the goal of getting healthy, financial success, growing my business by a certain percentage, being of service to more people, deepening my faith, whatever that goal was. And then I had broken it down to daily actions, little tiny steps along the way that I could do to keep with it. And at some point I started to feel like I was bumping on the road and I wasn't getting to where I wanted to go. What I like to do is go back to why I'm doing it. And write it out. And when I say write it out, I don't mean type it on a computer. I mean, get the old-fashioned journal pen and paper thing going. There's something in the process of writing that uses both hemispheres of our brains that helps us visualize what we want, how we want, where we want to be, why we want to be there. It gives us this whole big picture thing. And in doing so, it draws us back into that place of why we started the journey and re reignites that passion and that purpose for what we're doing. And so when we get stuck in our goals or when we're not feeling good and when we're ready to give up and be defeated, I want you to remember these nine little hints, little tips um, on, on growing and staying within your goals and growing your success. Remember number one, was prioritize. Number two was one goal at a time. Number three was what new actions do you need to create in the smallest, smallest piece? 
Number four is accountability. Number five is go towards something. Focus on going towards something, not going away from something. Number six is chart your progress while you're in it so that you can reflect on it when you begin to feel frustrated. Number seven is relapse is okay. It's okay to take a day off to go back and visit what you used to do. Number eight was ask for help. And number nine was rewrite your big why. So I hope those nine tips were helpful in getting you restarted on your goals and keeping you committed. Again, this is not something that we do just in January. I'm always creating new goals, new plans, new visions. You should be too. Hopefully what you're working on now will guide you to a new place, a new level in your business and in your family and in your faith that you may be rewriting your goals every three months, every six months, whatever it is. You know, New Year's, eh, it's kind of got its own magical moment for starting, but you can write a goal anytime and you can start pursuing your dream at any point. And so I want to um, just let you know, if, if, if you need me, always reach out. You can find me through the website at ericgreed.com uh, or Twitter or Facebook or the variety of social medias. The class that we're hosting um, list is available up online as well. We've got some great classes coming in the first quarter. We've got 15 Invaluable Laws by John Maxwell. It's going to be awesome. One of my favorite books to teach from and the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And we're going to talk about it from a personal standpoint as well as a business standpoint. We have Intentional Living. We have Think and Grow Rich. We have Discovering Your Big Why. Um, Lots of content being dumped. And so if you're figuring out what should I be doing in 2017 that's different than 2016, I'm going to tell you it's two things. Put in the hard work and invest in yourself. And the easiest and cheapest way to invest in yourself is through things like this, podcasts. I listen to a variety of podcasters and also going on free webinars and seminars and, you know, using them up and then growing into having a one-on-one coach for a more direct and accelerated personal growth. Never hurt anybody. A lot of my coaching clients say, you know, I hung around on the the sidelines for a long time and then boom, I decided to go into coaching one-on-one and I wish I had done it sooner. So if you're one of those people that's thinking about coaching one-on-one, reach out to me. I'd love to see if we could work together. I, you know, coaches and shoes are the kind of the same. Not all shoes are right for all people. Um, So I'd like to make sure we fit before we make that commitment. That's why I do offer a free intake call just for us to sit down and get to know each other a little bit. But if there's anything that I can do for you, please reach out and let me know. And until we get together next week, hopefully the storms will pass. And if not, hey, we weather the storms together anyhow. Um, Let me know. But until we get together next week, uh, be well and live your success. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to ericgreed.com. That's ericgreed.com. And like us on Facebook slash Eric G. Reed Success Coaching. Join us next time for Success Coaching with Eric Reed. Eric Reed.